One of them's got a face for radio, and the other is blind as a bat. You be the judge of which is which. It's TM5, sponsored by Hannah Strawn Realty. Dan Marino should rot in hell. Nobody knows anything about brain. America! Who wants some Arnie Palmies? Everybody love everybody! Jesus, what happened to your face? Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Do you not realize I have had diarrhea since Easter's? Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the morning five. We've reached Thursday, November 30th, 2023. And Bryce, we are 26 days. Jeez, dude. That's crazy. I know it seems like we we talk about this, about how crazy it is every single day, but it really is. I'm telling you, man, next week when we get into the teens and people are, uh, that's when people are going to start freaking out. People are probably getting tired about us talking about every single day how many days we're getting closer to Christmas, but trust me, you're going to blink and it's going to be in the teens and you're going to start freaking out because you don't have anything bought for little Johnny. Yeah, I've I've already got something bought for Gavin, um, so that's that's taken care of, so that's huge. Um, that's early for me. I normally, like, <laughs> I'm normally a last week, week and a half. Oh, kind of oh can't do Christmas. that. Oh. Oh. But yeah, it, uh... <laughs> I think I think we're like ninety percent done with with all of our stuff. Uh, I don't. I really Seems don't. To. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we have. We don't have much. The only thing I told them that I'd I'd, I'd buy them for Christmas was a pair of um, boots. They don't have any boots that fit them anymore, so we got to go out to Barnes and get them all boots. But other than that, I I think we're like ninety percent done with them. It's also National Moose Day. Moose, like the. Uh, yeah, they're majestical creatures, man. Not that kind of moose. Oh, what kind of moose? Like, like that you put in your hair? Like mm, pudding kind of moose. Pudding, pudding. Uh, I, I actually do like 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 the uh, the pudding moose. Um, I don't get it often. I haven't had it in a while, but I do enjoy it. I, I like. Uh, I actually surprising to probably most of the listeners of the podcast. I do actually enjoy chocolate mousse. Uh, I, I haven't had it a ton, and I haven't had it in a long, long time, but I do enjoy some chocolate mousse. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's it's always been good for me, so I'm, I'm happy with, with mousse day. Mousse. What do you put it on? I've never had it on anything. I've just had it in like a bowl. Is that how normal people in eat it? Or, uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, I didn't know if it was supposed to go on top of something or if it was supposed to be a complimentary dish with something else. Like I said, I, I've I've only had it in uh, in just a bowl, a, a bowl of mousse. Um, I didn't know if that was normal or not. No, it's it's normally in a in a bowl. We're good. I do like mousse in a bowl. All right, uh, before we get going uh, on our three topics uh, for the day, just wanted to throw this out there. The line finally has come out for the week for tomorrow's big matchup between Bowden and Schley County. Yep. Bowden by five. Uh, That's going to be fun. Excuse me? Yeah. Right. I'm looking at Schley by five. Oh, is it? Oh. It is fly by five. Yeah. Excuse me. Okay. Fly by. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't going crazy. Okay. Um, yeah. My bad. E- yeah. And if you, we'll break this down tomorrow, but if you look on the surface and look at Schley's schedule, I can see why they'd come up with this. Um, if Maxwell Preps had watched literally any film, then they'd know Schley is not as good as their schedule 
says they are. Um, but we'll, we'll play it. That's all Maxwell preps or Maxwell projections does is they go by just the who they face right. and what the score has been. Right. Um, and, and on the surface, I thought the same thing. Uh, when, I, when I started doing the deep dive into Schley and watching film and everything, uh, I thought the exact same thing Maxwell Preps did, that um, Schley probably should be the favorite here. But when you dive into the film on Schley, you quickly figure out that Schley is not as good as their record says they are. Um, but like I said, we'll do a deep dive on that tomorrow morning on the Morning 5. On the morning five. On the morning Hawks five. The Cavs, 128 to 105 in their in season <sighs> tourney finale. Jesus. Are you really surprised? Uh, no. <laughs> no, honestly. The Cavs are a good team and we are not. So, uh, this. I, dude, I don't, I don't want to go on too much of a rant about the Hawks this early on in the season. I mean, but. yeah, but. <laughs> This team is now, now once again, take it with a grain of salt for now. There's no Jalen Johnson. And this year, Jalen Johnson has been the only person who's, who's been able to play decent perimeter defense for the Hawks and is the only like long stretch wing that we have. Um, this team is not good, dude. This team is, is, is if they're not outscoring folks, 148 to 145, this team is not going to win games. This defense is not only just as bad as they've been the past couple of years, they might be worse. Um, and, and I don't want to freak out too much because, like I said, we're early on in the season. A lot could change. I'd like to see a, a healthy Jalen Johnson come back to this team and see what they can do with him. Um, but, but so far through, you know, we're not even 20 games into the season. But uh, but so far, man, not impressed with the Hawks. Uh, the, one of the things that the offseason you and I talked about was what is this going to team? What was what, what is this team going to look like defensively now that we've had a full offseason of Quinn Schneider? Um, they they don't look good, and in fact, they might look worse than they did last year, Billy. Uh, I, I just I don't I don't know where we go from here. And once again, I don't want to freak out and say the sky is falling because we're it's so, so early on in the season. Um, but it's it's pretty concerning what the Hawks look like right now. Yeah, and, and that's that's definitely a problem. Um, you could tell, and and just looking at the the stats from the from a you know a thousand right thousand feet up in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. One hundred eighteen points. Okay, that's that's a decent day for Hunter. Trey thirteen points, ten assists. Uh, yeah, not great. That's forty million dollars there. Ogie had eighteen points off the bench. Um, you know, the defensive rating is a one twenty six, which is awful. Piss poor. You're, you're giving up. You're giving up one point two six points per per possession. That's awful. Yeah, that's in uh, like I, we we have put ourselves in a corner right now to where the Hawks team that we have this year it's the team we're going to roll with the next three to four years man like like Trey is signed through 25-26 DeAndre Hunter is here through 26-27 uh, DeJounte Murray is here through 26-27 and Yeka Kongwu is here through 27-28 like the, the core of this team it's who we're going to roll with for a while, man. And I just really right now, 
I don't have a ton of faith that this team can be anything other than a 500 team that might slip into the last playoff position or is going to be in the play-in, uh, the, you know, the play-in tournament uh, every single year. Yeah. Yeah, and that's valid. It's We've gotten to the point where it's just, it's stale. You know what I mean? Yes. And unless there's, unless there's going to be a massive trade that changes the entire dynamic of this team, nothing like you said is going to change for the next you know next few years considerably so i i don't know man it's it's frustrating it's frustrating to watch because it, it seems like here's the bad part man and and i've seen i've watched a, a good bit of it trey's getting off decent shots at times but the problem is is he's just not hitting them no he's not no he's He's not, but you know what I mean. Like it's it, they're good shots. They're just not falling, um, or they're shots that Trey has hit a lot in the past. That's just not falling. Yeah, and you know, we, we made the I made the point early on in the season that it's you know it kind of reminded me of you know a baseball player. You you're hitting the ball hard, but you know it's just right at somebody. I'm not sure it's that anymore. Yeah, I I don't I I don't know what's going on. To be honest with you, with Trey, the, the shots the shots are now this year he has taken on a much more playmaker role, and I think he is really really good in that role. That is where I see Trey excelling the most in the next three to four seasons. Is not necessarily as being a a top end. 40-point-a-game scorer guy, but being able to dribble drive, cut through the lane, and kick it out for you know guys of the wings making a three or somebody for an alley-oop, Trey has taken over a much more playmaker role this year, and he is thriving in that role. But yeah, when when the Hawks yeah. need Trey to be able to to knock down you know 30 or 40, he's done it the you know the past week week and a half. He's had his games where he's gone for 30 plus, 40 plus, whatever. But, uh, you know, it's it's not something that I see consistently this year that we're going to be able to lean on. And, you know, I, I, I was in favor of the DeJounte Murray trade when it happened. Um, and, and then we we G'd him up. I mean, we gave him a, a, a huge $64 million deal. We're paying him, you know, $20 million this year. And I don't know, man. He's been he's been nothing but just sort of pedestrian ever since he's been in Atlanta. Uh, he's just, I mean, this year he's averaging below twenty points, um, you know, below five rebounds per game. I, I just I, the the fact that that we traded uh, a twenty twenty three first round, it was a swap, and then a twenty twenty five first round and a twenty twenty seven first round, like. We traded three first-round picks for this guy who's not even averaging 20 points per game, and I, I just, I don't know. I think, I think this roster has been horribly mismanaged over the past couple of years, and we are going to be in in cap hell for the next three to four years. And it's unfortunate, man. I'm a huge Trey fan, uh, and and I just, I don't know if they've built a team around Trey properly or not. Um, I'd love to have Red Velvet back because that dude's balling out in Sacramento, uh, and, and and we waited too long to trade John Collins. If we were going to trade John, 
Uh, I just, I, I don't know, man. The roster construction and the way this franchise is being ran right now, it's, it's just a little disheartening. And I, I literally am forgetting the general manager's name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Christ, what's his name? Hold on. It's not, it's not Schlank anymore. No, it's not Schlank anymore. <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Landry Fields. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I keep getting him confused with the old uh, quarterback from uh, Oklahoma. Wasn't, didn't Oklahoma have a quarterback named Landry Fields or something like that? No, Landry something, something like that. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, it's I don't I don't know, man. It, uh, we'll we'll see what we do, but it's just a uh, it's a little disheartening as a uh, as a Hawks fan to see them see them where they're at. All right, let's get to our pop culture topic for the week. Um, and obviously, we weren't able to do this yesterday, but we're going to try it again today. This week, Bryce, I, I had a conversation. I, we were having a conversation, I think, at, at lunch on Sunday with some friends after you know practicing baseball. They were talking about like appetizer rolls or appetizer bread, right? That you get at restaurants, yeah. And I was like, ooh. There's so many out there that are really, really good. Let's talk about this because, you know, the fat guy in me can make a meal out of a lot of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> just just the bread. So um, let's start off with that. And, and I like your list, too. Um, there's a couple of them there that I've never tried. But there's so a couple I'm of them on there that aren't even restaurants anymore. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The top two don't exist anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, been, I know I've had one of them because I've been there, but the other one I've never heard of. <laughs> All right, let's go with your list, and then uh, I'll do mine. All right, so uh, so my list, I have at number one, uh, a, a restaurant back in the day. I don't know where all they were. I do remember that they were in Douglasville, and they were really good. It was called Hops. Um, they used to bring out little rolls before you'd eat, and they had, like, like an orange orange paste drip drizzle on top that was really really good it was like a, it was like an orange honey drizzle um that was on top of those that was really good uh at number two i have ryan's the old buffet that used to be uh you know they were everywhere ryan's was huge it was one of my favorite places to eat as a little kid they used to have those big fluffy rolls that i always used to get i used to get, i used to get a, i used to get a plate of ryan's rolls before i'd even eat my meal that was like a, an appetizer uh meal at number three, I have Texas Roadhouse. Billy, that you and I just recently figured out that you could buy frozen uh, of, of Texas Roadhouse rolls. You can go up there and and buy them frozen and eat them for, uh, for you know, bring them to Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner or whatever, anything like that. Um, their rolls are really good. They have, like, that uh, that cinnamon butter sauce that you can put on them that it comes on the side. That's, uh, By the way, butter, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's um very, very tasty. <laughs> Uh, and number four, I have Olive Garden. About the only thing that's edible at Olive Garden is their um, is their little breadsticks that they bring out before the meal. I always liked it. I used to go up there when they had that un- unlimited soup and salad and get the breadsticks and just dip it in the. Uh, I don't even remember what what soup I used to get up there, but uh, just dip it dip it in the soup and, and sop it up. Uh, and then in, in fifth place, I have Carrabba's. It's not necessarily the, the 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 bread that they bring you at Carrabba's that's really good. It's the dipping sauce that's uh, it's olive oil and all these other like 
I don't know, seasonings and things inside the dipping sauce that you dip your bread into. So it's not necessarily the bread that's so good at Carabas, but it's that uh, it's that olive oil stuff that's, that's really, really good. So Hops, Ryan's, Texas Roadhouse, Olive Garden, and Carabas. All right, give me number five. Give me O'Charlie's. O'Charlie's has some really good rolls that they give out uh, with some... It's a good butter butter roll. I, I like it uh, a good bit. Um, and unfortunately, there's we're losing all the O'Charlies in our area. They're all gone. Yeah, um, that's not a bad thing. Ulrich lost theirs. Carrollton lost theirs. It's it's all all gone now. Yeah. If you want O'Charlies meals though, you can go to Publix and just buy Hungry Man frozen uh, meals out of the freezer. <laughs> I hate number like four. That. Number four, give me Red Lobster. Um, the cheddar biscuits at Red Lobster are divine. And also one of those meals that, or one of those places that you can make a meal out of just the bread. Um, those cheddar biscuits are, are ridiculous. Yeah, em- Emily used to try to get something to bring home. Her sister worked at Red Lobster for a little while, and she used to try to get her sister to bring home a whole heaping uh, full of those Red Lobster biscuits. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Uh, number three, give me um, Olive Garden. Olive Garden's breadsticks. I, I, I'm not like Bryce. I, I could. I like Olive Garden. Oh, it's disgusting! Not, what What is wrong with you? I know. That's, you can you can oh, hate all you want. It's it's frozen crap. It, it's funny. It's funny to me that you loved Ryan's, but you hated Olive Garden. Like that's just funny to me. So I ate Ryan's as a little kid. Well, you know why I hate Olive Garden. I hate I hate all Italian restaurants. I know, and it's because you got you got freaking uh, fresh Italian spoiled. As a kid. I did get spoiled as a kid. It was really good. God. I I haven't I haven't had uh I haven't had homemade fresh pasta in probably eight years. It's, it's terrible. I'm I'm fiending for it. Actually, I need to text him. Tell him how that's what I want for Christmas. Number two, give me Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut breadsticks are, I have made a meal out of it. Like literally I've, I've ordered when I worked at uh, CBS in Bremen, I, I would order the pizza Hut breadsticks just for like a lunch and eat just the breadsticks. It, their seasoning <laughs> on their breadsticks were freaking awesome. So yeah, uh, give me pizza Hut breadsticks and number one, give me Texas Roadhouse. Um, yeah, their, their rolls are ridiculously good. And uh, the better the butter is just oh, 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 oh yeah yes please I haven't I haven't eaten at Texas Roadhouse oh man I don't I I was still living with my mom it was probably oh seven I think oh seven or oh eight last time I ate at Texas Roadhouse that's that's going back a little yeah, bit yeah it's it's been a while it's been a uh, it's been a while. Um, I wish Hops was still open. Man, that, that place was really good. They made their own root beer too. Oh, that place was that place was cool. Yeah. So that's our that's our list. Right, so what's the final topic you got? Uh, yeah, I got a, I got a question for you. It's something that I've been thinking about for for a couple of weeks. And it, it, is college football dying? Um, I, I got to thinking about this when especially uh. especially especially when. It's essentially the this weekend, this past weekend was the last weekend where, in my opinion, rivalry week matters. 
Um, and, and what I mean by that is is going forward with the way the conferences are aligning themselves and the way that conferences are adding in a bunch of teams and we're going to have big super conferences and now we have 12 teams that are getting into the college football playoffs and there's transfers every 30 seconds. Kids are moving from one college to another college. It is college football dying. It, is college football as we know it dying? Um, we know it. Yes, a thousand percent it is. It's it's not going to be the same college football. Like the the product on the field is going to be the same, but college football as a whole, as we know it, is dying for sure. It's not going to be in the past. For the past, you know, I don't know how long, you had to go undefeated in order to to get into the BCS or right. to get into college football playoff in order to make it right i mean this is bottom line yep with a 12 team playoff it and plus like the way things are going with the super conferences and i was going to ask you about that because you and i have talked about the super conferences for a long time now like you've you've mentioned that this is how it was it's going to be and and but the problem for me is it it almost seems like this is like interleague play for college football and I was kind of curious how you were okay with this but not okay with interleague football or interleague baseball does that make sense yeah um I'm not okay with this I don't like the super conferences uh I've fixed college football I've came up with a whole diagram on how to fix college football it'll never happen because it's money out of people's pockets but I I figured out a way to how to to fix it I hate the super conferences um I hate the 12-team playoff I hate the way that we're essentially making the regular season not matter. Like it just doesn't, you know, the, the reason, the reason Ohio state fans are so pissed off at the Michigan game is a, we've lost three in a row. B it, it negated everything we did in the regular season this year. C it eliminates the chance that we go to the big 10 championship and play for a big 10 championship. And D it eliminates the chance pretty much that we're going to be in the college football playoffs and be able to play for a national championship. It was a huge game. There were, there was so much riding on it. It was so important and it, and it makes games bigger next year. That game, it's not going to matter because next year in the format that we're going to be playing under Ohio state and Michigan will play again in the big 10 championship. And if even if Ohio State lost that game again, Ohio State probably yeah. is making it into the 12 team playoffs with a chance for a national championship. It just, uh, if we're going to go to a 12 team playoff, we need to get rid of championship games for, for conferences. Like, there's no point in them. Who cares? Who cares if you're the SEC champion or the SEC runner up? It doesn't really matter. Like, 12 teams are making it in. I remember, you know, you know, Pepperidge Farm remembers. Um, <laughs> I remember a time when, uh, you know, the Big Ten was decided by who had the better record and yeah. they didn't have a conference game. Yeah. I, I, um, I don't think there should be any conference champions anymore. Eliminate that. Eliminate conference champions. If we're going to let 12 teams into the college football playoffs, eliminate conference champions. And have the playoffs as your ultimate goal. I mean, the the college, the, the the conferences, the conference championships were essentially just invented to make money by the SEC. Uh, that's the only reason they're there. 
And now that we have 12, I mean, you're going to ask these teams to play 15, 16 games a year. That's not far off from an NFL schedule. Like, that, that's a lot. That's a lot on college kids. And I just, I think college football is going down a very slippery slope right now with the way the the portal is, with the way we are not putting importance on regular season games, the fact that conference championships essentially does not matter anymore, and we're uh, we're allowing too many teams in the college football playoffs. It's 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 turning in to the NFL, and I think it is ruining a lot of what college football diehard fans enjoy about college football. And I I think they're I think they're going down a slippery slope right now. That if they don't fix it soon it is going to be to the detriment of their own brand. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to, there's, there's really not an argument against that. And, you know, as, as this podcast, we try to, you know, as much as people don't realize this, there, there's always been a point counterpoint with us. Most of the time, like Bryce and I typically will agree on about 50% of stuff. And then we disagree like hundred percent on the other 50%, which is weird because that typically doesn't happen with, with people. But this is, this is part of that 50% that I agree with. And it's, it's unfortunate because, you know, as we both love college football, the way that we both, like we both love it. So, for us to sit back and watch this and watch it get to this point, a thousand percent, it's about money. It's about trying to make the old, you know, the almighty dollar. But I don't know. The pageantry is always been one of the better things about college football, and it may be dying. You're right. Yeah, and I, I don't know. It's just, it's it's just sad, man. It's just it's just sad to watch it from you know our point, our point of view, our perspective. And then and see what it's what it's turning into, um, you know. Our, our our kids when they get to be our age, who knows what college football is going to look like? Who knows if if, if football is even going to be around? If it's even even going to be a sport uh, when our kids get to our age? So it's uh, it, we're going to talk about it. They talk about the gladiators. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you look at the Roman gladiators; they're not around anymore. Um, we have UFC, but unfortunately, they don't fight to the death. Uh, it's um. Yeah, it was just something I've been thinking about for the past couple of weeks, past couple of months, man. Is is college football is is dying, dude? These these big these big matchups early on in the season, they're not going to matter anymore. Like you, you can lose two games and still make it into the playoffs to still have a chance to win the national championship, and it's it, it's purely one hundred percent motivated by money. And anybody who tells you otherwise is either in denial or is an idiot. Um, it's it's just it's just motivated by money, and money ruins everything. Uh, you know that's, I guess that's why hockey is still is still fun because they don't they don't pay them jack crap. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. It was just something I've been thinking about. Uh, Billy, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night. Nothing going on in the area last night. I think Bowden girls were supposed to play Armouche. Um, but I don't have a uh, I don't have a score from that. And I know Bowden's basketball schedule has moved around a bunch. They did play. They did play? Yeah, I, I was sitting right across the table from uh, Maurice Nunn, and his daughter was 
calling him after their game. So I don't know what the score was, but okay. they did play. Okay. Um, so they did play last night. Not 100% sure on the score. And I do know Bowden plays tonight as well in basketball on the uh, Smith's floor coverings, games and events calendar. Uh, girls basketball tonight, Bowden at Rockmart at 6 o'clock. And boys basketball, Bowden at Rockmart at 7.30. That also changed. That was supposed to be uh, Friday night. But both Bowden and Rockmart are both hosting semifinal football games tomorrow night. So they moved the game to tonight for both schools. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense. All right, Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? I do indeed, sir. I do indeed. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with Century 21 Novus. Louis Severino goes from the Yankees to the Mets with a $13 million deal. Ooh, nice. I'm okay. I can, I can give or take this deal. I'm still sitting here waiting for Alex Anthopoulos to do something. That'd be nice. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be cool? Wouldn't it be Uh, cool if we did something? We made a signing yesterday. Oh, did we? Who did we sign? We did. Yeah. Um, I think we... Jackson Stevens we brought back, I think. Oh, that guy. I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jackson Stevens. I, I think. I I, um, I saw it briefly as I was going to bed last night. I, I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah. The Braves today have signed Penn Murphy and Jackson Stevens to one-year deals. There you go. Oh, okie dokie. Those are certainly names of people who play baseball. <laughs> Phenomenal. Uh, Duke quarterback Riley Leonard enters the transfer portal. Yeah, this is this is what we've been talking about, man. It's uh, everywhere you look. It's just transfer here, transfer there, transfer this, transfer that. Uh, Leonard started all 13 games for the Blue Devils last year. Um, he threw, or, or this year, he threw for um, over 3,000 yards and 20, 20 touchdowns. Uh, he was all ACC. Honorable mention. Do what? I saw a stat yesterday. It, was, it kind of blew my mind. The transfer portal two years ago, 6% of college football was in it. This past year, it was 20%. I, yeah, I, I, it was... Have they released the numbers yet for this year? What it's going to be? I guess not because they got, uh, dude. It's I I I wouldn't be shocked if it's above like thirty five forty percent. Yeah, I wouldn't be either. Uh, it's, dude, it's, yeah, it's it's a lot. I mean, Riley Leonard, Will Howard, Grayson McCall, Tyler Schlow, Max Brosman, Tyler Van Dyke, like, and this is just quarterbacks that are transferring. Um, it's. I don't know, man. It, it's it's really it's really getting me bummed out about college football, and it is getting me to care quite a bit less about college football than I ever have in my entire life. Nebraska's Matt Rule prefers developing their own players over portal players. Yeah, and uh, you know Dabo Sweeney, he has the same philosophy at Clemson, and we sort of see what Clemson is now because of it. I, I like the idea for Matt Rule, and I like the approach, and I a million percent agree with him. But like, a, as a college football head coach, as, as crappy as it is, and as you know, as much as it sucks, you sort of have to you have to play the the, the portal now, man. That's that's part of the job. That's part of the gig. I, I like developing kids that are on your roster and that have committed to Nebraska as well over kids that. You know, might have committed the University of South Florida and, and transferred six times. Um, I agree with them, but that's just not the type of approach or attitude that you can have as a college football coach anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. 
and it, it's it is what it is. Yeah. Um, NASCAR to include streaming in the new seven-year media rights deal. This is a big deal for you and Matthew. I, I love it, dude. Um, I know a lot of people online were complaining about it. Uh, nobody's accused NASCAR fans of being on the cutting edge of anything. Um, but I, I'm a huge fan of them moving to more streaming services because of the amount of people that are cutting cable. Like, we don't have cable. We haven't had cable for over a year. Um, and, and them moving, uh, you know, uh, Max, uh, HBO Max is going to have some NASCAR stuff. Amazon Prime is going to do some NASCAR stuff. Uh, so I'm a uh, I, I'm a big fan of this man. The, the the new media rights deal is worth 7.7 billion dollars. Um, so a big get for NASCAR, and I am all for them moving towards more streaming services because that's the way that's the way everybody's going. Everybody's moving, uh, you know, they're cutting their cable and moving towards streaming services. So I'm I'm a I'm in big favor of this. The Browns name Joe Flacco is QB2, opening the door for the start versus the Lions. Uh, yeah, dude, they, they've elevated veteran Joe Flacco as their number two quarterback behind uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Um, what a <laughs> what a turn of events. Uh, Super Bowl winning Ravens quarterback Joe Flacco might quarterback the Browns, who right now, still have a very strong chance of winning that division over Joe Flacco's old team, the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are a game, a game and a half up on the Browns, but the Browns are a good team, man. They're a very good team. They're just, they're, they're, they're sort of like the Falcons. They're a quarterback away from being, uh, well, the Browns are a quarterback away from being elite. The Falcons are a quarterback away from having control of the division. Uh, so yeah, it'll be, it'd be funny if Joe Flacco is the quarterback for the Browns and won the division over the Ravens. That'd be pretty hilarious. Finally, today in 1993, the NFL names its 30th franchise, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ugh, a team that is wallowed in, uh, I don't know, anonymity for the majority of their franchise career until they got Trevor Lawrence. Now they're a legit team. They've had a couple of AFC championship games. Um, uh, Byron Leftwich. Wasn't he the quarterback when they did that? Was that when Maurice Jones, Drew, and Leftwich were there? Uh, I think that was one of them. Sure, maybe. Like I said, they've been there a couple times. Yeah, they've had one or two. I think it was. I think it was with Byron Leftwich and Maurice Jones, Drew. I don't remember who their who their wide receivers were back then. But yeah, they've they've had a couple years where they've been decent, but they've never had, you know, they've never had the success that I think they're building down in Jacksonville now. And you know that happens when you don't have a head coach kicking your kickers in the butt and tell them they're going to fire them if they don't make field goals. Oh, I mean, when you don't do it. Uh, anything else, buddy? Nah, man. Let's get out of here on a Thursday. It's Friday, Junior, buddy. Let's it go. Uh, for, for Bryce Barling, I am Billy Lindahl. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you on Friday. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!